0: Sometimes it seems like our world is all hustle and bustle, fascinated by and consumed with technology. For many of us, the computer screen is our most familiar scenery. And that's the way the world runs. But what happens when we step into nature, look past our own two feet in front of us and into the beautiful world God created, when we bask in it, enjoy it, or explore it? One Arizona pastor has turned his own love of hiking into an incredible outreach to his community. We're taking a hike on this Action in Ministry. Inspiring you to be the hands.
1: Empowering you to be the feet.
0: Strengthening you to be the heart of Christ for others. Action. Action. Action in Ministry. Hi, I'm Rachel Legutte, and this is Action in Ministry. The western part of the United States is known for its abundance of outdoor activities in the beautiful mountains, canyons, and rivers. Hiking is one of those activities, and millions hit the trails each year. Pastor Mark Friedrich of Apache Junction, Arizona, was right there with them and saw a great opportunity for ministry. Mark, thanks for joining us today.
1: I'm glad to be here.
0: How long have you been in Arizona?
1: I moved here just about 13 years ago.
0: And what do you like to do in Arizona?
1: Well, besides uh, pastoring the church, I I love to go find all the -the out-of-the-way places and uh, also to hike uh, every mountain.
0: Do you go on your own, or do you take people with you when you go?
1: Uh, I do both. Sometimes if I'm searching for a new trail, I'll go by myself because I don't want to put anybody else at risk. I have a, a group that I lead every Monday that's between all five to 30 people, depending on the time of year. And uh, other times, I'll go with just uh, a few close friends, and we'll just enjoy the scenery together.
0: How would you describe the local Arizona nature lovers?
1: Well, many of them love to get out and to enjoy uh, the beauty of creation. Some of them are, are really searching for something. Others are just in it for you know, getting exercise, but a lot of them just don't uh, really have a a God connection. They they just go out because they they love to be out in the beauty that's there.
0: What do you love about it so much?
1: Well, I guess first and foremost, just the beauty of God's creation. It is uh, spectacular. It puts life in perspective. Right next to my church is the Superstition Mountain. And uh, it's 5,000 feet high. Once you get up to the top of it, yeah, you can see houses, but they're so small, they just seem insignificant. You know, I call to mind the passage, what is man that you're mindful of him? I guess you already get a God perspective from that small mountain.
0: Maybe you could share a little bit for... for our listeners who maybe haven't hiked a mountain or they haven't been to Arizona, um, maybe you can describe a little bit about what that what the trails look like, what what you have to face when you're climbing a mountain.
1: To begin with going up Siphon Draw to the top of Flatiron, it's a, a gradual incline that just keeps getting steeper and steeper. There's rocks sticking up, so you have to watch where your feet go. As you get higher up, you start climbing over rocks. So you're using your hands and your feet sometimes. Finally, as you near the very top, it's extremely steep. They call it a 10-foot wall that you have to climb up uh, and use hand and feet to, to get through the rocks. And then once you reach the top, you can see for 50 miles in any direction. It's just amazing.
0: Well, it sounds like you have this love of nature and getting out there into the outdoors. What triggered your idea to make hiking more, more than just about your own enjoyment, and extend that into ministry?
1: Well, I think it started first with just a few people from my church that wanted to go out and hike. So I would uh, invite them along to hike, and and then one week I had a member of the church say, "Well, Pastor, could I invite a friend of mine who's not a member of the church to come and hike?" And I said, absolutely. So our group continued to grow, and we reached out into the community with friends bringing friends. And then along April, uh, most of my hiking companions left town. They had to go back up north, and uh, I still wanted to hike. So I, I joined uh, a couple meetup groups that were hiking groups in the valley and uh, started to meet total strangers who had a, a love for hiking, and uh, we became friends. The Bible says, be prepared to give an answer of the hope that's in you. And uh, once they learned that I was a pastor, either they wouldn't hike with me anymore or they had lots of questions. (laughs) So uh, I started to see that that God was allowing me to to reach people just by hiking with them and uh, talking to them, and that's kind of where I Began to see that I needed to just continue this and continue to keep the group open to anybody that would would hike with me.
0: Is the outreach intentional when you know that you're you're climbing with somebody? Um, do you do you think about the conversations that you're going to have with them before you have them, or does it just kind of come about?
1: Well, because many of the people are unchurched or even anti-church because of some really bad experiences. It's not about trying to. Get somebody. It's trying to make a friend, be a friend, and then as that friend wants to know more about God's love, using those opportunities to share.
0: I know when I'm in nature, my thoughts often turn to God, and you mentioned that too that um, you love to see God's creation when you're out there. And I can think of all sorts of metaphors that come with climbing mountains and the struggles in our lives and the things we deal with. And I'm I'm wondering what has been the experience of those who join you on the trail and maybe don't attend church or believe at all. Um, what has the impact been on them hiking mountains with you?
1: Well, at first, I didn't really think there was much um, in that way. But I had an experience not too long ago where a gal that doesn't go to church but hikes with us, normally I have, like, a little prayer before we start. And uh, one time I forgot to do that, and, and she was the first one to comment about why I didn't pray. And I said, uh, you know, it's, it's making a difference. And uh, I've seen people go from casual conversations to in-depth conversations to being open to be invited to come to church and... uh you know, making friends with other members in the Church and just being the body of Christ extended to to those around us. So I, I've seen some real positive connections made and people moving from being very anti-Church God to having a lot of questions and and finding a lot of healing and hope uh, through our conversations.
0: Yeah, you mentioned when people um, heard that you were a pastor, they had a, they had a strong reaction one way or another. Either they were not going to hike with you any longer or they had questions. What kind of questions do people ask you as you're hiking?
1: That varies with, with them. I, I guess one, one conversation I had uh, with an individual about sin, you know, I, I know all the theology behind that, but uh, the one comment that, that the gal made was that to say somebody's a sinner, you know, that, that means that I, I'm really bad, and, you know, and I can't, I can't bring myself to that. And, you know, as we talked about that, you know, I said, well, sin really means missing the mark of perfection. I'm not perfect either. And it was just as if she relaxed and said, oh... You're not calling me an evil person anymore. I said, no. And, and I've got to tell you a little bit about the, the one who's, who's paid for that sin, too, because you need to hear that. And so we talked a little bit about Jesus that day, too.
0: Have there been any challenges to combining your love for hiking and your love for sharing the gospel?
1: Yeah. You know, as much as I would like to, to share my faith with others, they're not ready or not interested just, just learning to, to be much more like Jesus and be accepting and being willing to eat with the, the tax collectors and sinners, that, that I is one of them. And uh, my love for people has to be first and foremost rather than any other hidden agenda that, that I might preconceive.
0: Does this ministry now play a role in your congregation? Have other people joined you in this?
1: Yes, I have a number of, of members who, who have a love for hiking, and they, they join me almost on a weekly basis. They, too, are having caring conversations with, with people around us.
0: Well, if somebody else is wanting to, to better reach their community, what wisdom would you pass along to another church or individual?
1: Well, what I found was that I took something that God had instilled in me, my love for hiking. And I saw an opportunity to care for someone else. God allowed my love of, of hiking to intersect with people that would never come to church. So, whatever you love to do, whatever God has instilled in you to do, find a way to share that with somebody else to to connect and make new friends and and just first listen, then respond to the questions never preach and never do it with the intention of scoring another one for Jesus rather just do it to care about souls and about people's lives and to plant the seed of God's love in somebody else's heart
0: Mark I love what you said about taking something that you're passionate about and and using that to to invest in the lives of others to invite other people along into that and then watching the opportunity show up for you to share Jesus as you walk along with them. Thank you so much for sharing about your ministry with us today and for inspiring us along the way.
1: Thank you, I really enjoyed talking with you today. In
0: 1956, there was a group of brave missionary men, one of whom was Jim Elliott, who reached out to the Alca Indian tribe in Ecuador. While all five men were killed by those with whom they longed to share the gospel, their wives and families went on to minister to them, living among them, literally walking the trail of life with them. And it was during these interactions that the Alka recognized a different trail. They began to walk what they call God's trail. This reminds me of what Pastor Mark is doing in Arizona, hiking through life with people and introducing them to God's trail. How is God calling you? Because you can be sure that he is calling you. How will you answer? That's action in ministry. Thanks for joining us. I'm Rachel Legutte.
1: Thank you for listening to Action in Ministry. We'd love to hear how you and your church are ministering to your community. To submit ideas for this podcast, visit our website, lhm.org forward slash action and send us an email.